Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, niggas and crackers, guys, gals, and, and non-binary pals, hot girls and city boys, saints and ain'ts, and, and all our Harlem, Harlem family, family. Welcome, welcome to your very own podcast. Slim Fit Spitter. That's oh the last one. Um, <laughs> gonna let you guys know now that this uh, this nickname gimmick best is... AKA ever. <laughs> oh my god! Nigga said chocolate. What you said? Chocolate. The chocolate painted saint. <laughs> I think it's good. I think it. I yeah, think it works for me. Um, but oh yeah, this God. nickname gimmick is going to run out eventually. So we're just going to have fun oh with it man. while we can. I'm crying. Yo, what's up? It's Jude, a.k.a. Simbad Stefanucci, a.k.a. The Powerful Panda, a.k.a. The Porpoise with a Purpose. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> That's how you start the show? <laughs> Damn. Heard you. Um, All right. Yeah, so here we are. It's... um. What is it? November 23rd? Yeah, man. Um, we're recording. It's a bit of a gloomy day. It's a bit of a gloomy day, a bit of a gloomy day. But, yo, we got Thanksgiving next Thursday. Yes, indeed. Yo. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone who celebrates. Yo, real quick. My mom doesn't cook Thanksgiving dinner like that because we are, um, we, we, we just go to other people's houses and rob their food. <laughs> but <laughs> you does should. your mom cook um, Thanksgiving? She does, yeah. All right, what's your favorite thing your mama cooks? <sighs> My favorite it's funny. I was just having this conversation. Like I was asking my friends, what's the most Southern food you like? And I think that for me, like my mom makes, um, smoked turkey necks and collard greens, Ooh. bro. I am I straight redneck whenever, I, whenever she says she's making it. And it takes like how, like three to four hours to cook, but it's so good. That's probably my favorite Thanksgiving food. Oh, it takes three or four hours to cook. Yeah, just it's like just let that shit marinate. It's exactly what it is. So that shit steep. Exactly. Aside from you know mac and cheese, um, of course. Which my my uh, 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 soon to be sister in law, shout out to Carla. Uh, she makes um, she made like a four cheese mac and four cheese. Four cheese with what? What cheeses? I of course f- cheddar. And I forget. It, but she, I forget which one she would tell you. But like then she like breaded it, or my my mom will bread it too, like with Ritz crackers. Sometimes it's either her or Carla. Ritz crackers? It's they go they go in like between the two of them. And my brother cooks too, so you put the three of them in a in a kitchen together. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, just tell me what to chop, and I'll like I'll help out that way. <laughs> Sounds like a clogged artery though. I ain't gonna lie to you, but yo, it's going for sure. We can clog an artery for like you, yeah, know, you know a couple days. It's fine. We can we can deal with it. We're still young ish. Yeah. Favorite thing my mom made. Um, my mother makes this crazy eggplant parmesan. Nah. So what she does is she'll cut the eggplant mad thin. Right. And to bread it, she'll dip it in egg and then put um breadcrumbs on it. Oh, okay. Italian style. And then she'll um fry the eggplant. And then she gets all the eggplants together and starts layering it with cheese mm-hmm. and uh uh sauce. Mm-hmm. And then she, and the cheese is like mozzarella or regatta, right? And then she stick, stick stick it in the oven for a little while, bro. Yeah, you get the right cheese, and you get the right sauce. Hit different, right? It's excellent. It's <laughs> yeah, excellent. I've never had eggplant at all, like in, in anything. It's never like come across my my path, so it doesn't seem like something that I would. Eat. I got you. But I got you. Okay, I got you. I may not my I might not make the parmesan, but. I can make you the um, the eggplant like cutlets. I would say just uh-huh. the with the breadcrumbs and stuff. Make it mad thin. It's not too crazy. Okay. Once it's mad thick, it's just like old. But right, once it's right, like right. breaded nice and thin, like a chip, it's fire. 
Okay. It's fucking fire. I look forward to that, even though I know I'm a, I'm a picky eater. Um, <laughs> Same, bro. I was too. I was too. <laughs> Took me a while. So, um, you know, we don't, we're not going to, we're going to keep this one a little shorter, not by too much, but uh, than the last episode. Um, going to try to uh, keep things relatively light today. We have our big topic. Uh, the episode is called TMI, as you know by now. So we will be um, getting into the foolishness that was exhibited by Tim Harris. Um, but the ignorance. <laughs> just the straight ignorance. But uh, before we get to that... Um, the expeditious buffoonery. <laughs> I had to talk like him for a little bit. <laughs> oh, boy. What would Iggy think, T.I.? That's a whole other episode. Wow. Um, but before we get to that, there's there's like a, a host of important birthdays coming up this week, uh, some of which I've forgotten, and that's a shame because they're all black people. But <laughs> the one that we wanted to talk about today was um, Bruce Lee would have been 79 on the 27th. The realest chigga ever lived. The realest chigga who ever lived. And um, we just, uh, obviously, for those of you who don't know, um, Jude and I are both practitioners of Jeet Kune Do which was Bruce Lee's martial art, um, is Bruce Lee's martial art. It, it obviously lived past him. Our Sifu is a third-generation student, so he learned from the guys who learned directly from Bruce Lee. Paul Volnak was his first one, and yeah. then... Poteet. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Poteet, right? Oh, Jerry Poteet, yes, yeah. I forgot about that. I remember years ago, we had like a moment of silence when Jerry Poteet died. And that was he died? Like, oh, I didn't Yeah, he know. passed away in like 2013, uh. I think. He was he was an old guy because all yeah. of them are starting to like die off now. True, they're all born in, like the thirties and forties. Exactly. Ino um, Santo is eighty something. Oh, but that nigga nice. He is. He stays young. He's doing <laughs> jujitsu and he's rolling with the Gracies right. at like 70, 80 years old. Danny No Santo, for those of you who don't know, he's a Kali and Jeet Kune Do uh, guru. And he um, is the if you don't know him, if you can't think of him immediately, mm-hmm. he's the dude in the red bandana and the black gi with the red sticks and Game of Death. Right. That Bruce Lee yokes with the nunchuck. <laughs> Which leads us into the conversation we were going to have about um, favorite Bruce Lee movies or moments or all of the above. Um, and I was thinking about it because he only made five movies um, while he was alive. And uh, I've seen bits and pieces of, of all of them. But the only ones that the only one that I think I've watched full through more than once is Enter the Dragon. And I do think that like cliche as it might be basic as it might be i think that's my favorite i think it's a culmination i think it's a i think it's like a perfect encapsulation of who bruce lee was at his prime in his prime and um it's just dope like i mean he has the funding to do a really solid movie exactly the 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 sets were amazing the the actual demonstration of like jikundo principles when he's doing like the um the demonstration with the karate guys, he's doing pox out uh, and 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 the back fist. Oh um, yeah, and, and he keeps hitting them, and they drop with the dude who um killed his sister or forced his sister to commit su- with the white guy, right? He had a white guy with the beard and the yeah. scar on his. Oh face. yeah, 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 yeah. That was hard. Yeah, um, you got Jim Kelly in there. Jim doing- Kelly, the baddest black man ever lived. <laughs> Yo, but um, why did I have to kill the black dude? Oh, Han does kill him. That's right. I got. I. I. I'm, they wrapped his ass up in chains and hung him and dropped him that was in nasty. water, bro. Gnarly, just gnarly. I'm, I'm just because he was outside chilling, <laughs> but getting mad toppy. <laughs> he was just like, "I want you, and you, they didn't, and you." They didn't want any. They didn't want to promote any miscegenation. You know, they didn't want any crossbreeding of the races back then. But so. the European dude lived. Well, now nah, he was nice. He was a good dude. <laughs> but um, someone had to go. Right. Yeah. They had to set the stakes. Um, but you said your favorite was uh, Fist of Fury when mm-hmm. um, it's him and he comes back to his martial arts school when his teacher is killed by the uh, Japanese mm-hmm. and there's that constant turmoil between the Japanese and the Chinese school mm-hmm. and Bruce Lee just fucks niggas up. Is that the one where he goes into the dojo and he fights yeah, all like the 30 of them like the, in the circle? The circle. Yeah. And he's just there in the middle with his arms out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he just starts whooping their ass. Just roundhouse after roundhouse after roundhouse. <laughs> and then goes back yeah. with nunchucks and starts cracking their ankles. Spinning around. Yeah, I remember that. And then, uh, spoilers, but it's a movie that's probably like almost 40 years, over 40 years yeah, old. You're, hey, 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 watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, watch the movie. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want it to be spoiled for you. 
So, um, no, but what were you going to say? Spoiler alert. I was going to say spoiler alert. He uh, basically just runs mm-hmm. and and jumps, and then it's bah, 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 bah. Um, firing squad. You don't see it, but it just ends there. Um, I think that's kind of dope because yeah. he just went out in a blaze of glory. Exactly. the way he should. I think, yeah, man. I mean, it's it's obviously tragic. You know, he died in 1973. Three. Three? Was yeah, it three? He was 32. Six, I always yeah. get that, like, the two and the three Right, wrong, right. Because I know um, he died when he was 32. Right. Uh, it's it's obviously tragic, and it was a, uh, a brain hemorrhage, and obviously there are a bunch of conspiracy theories that, like, you know, we thought about talking about, but rather just focus on, like, I think the legacy Dad. and 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 set of the memorial. It's also tragic what wound up happening to his son. R.I.P. to the God Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee. Have you ever seen The Crow? I haven't. You, I've seen The Crow. It is, it's dark as fuck. Uh huh. But it's a it's a good '90s comic book movie. Got you. You know, very grungy. Yeah. But it's um it's a good movie. I liked it a lot, and yeah. Brandon was really good in it. And yeah, man, it's really sad that he died, and the way it happened. It's freak accident. Freak accident. Because you know what happened. Yeah. 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 They, they, uh, they had a, there was a scene where he needed to get shot. And essentially, the, you know, the people who were supposed to be making sure that the gun had blanks in it didn't do their job. And a blank is, um, and a blank is where they had a little piece of cardboard. I forgot what it was to do to get that flash or the, yeah. Dummy. No, the dummy is the one with the cardboard to get some projectile. Oh, okay. And then, the blank is just a flash you need. Exactly. And so the um, the cardboard for the dummy, they shot it, but it got stuck in the barrel. Mm-hmm. So then they loaded up for the um, for the flash, uh-huh. and then they shot it into him. The guy who fired the gun, the actor... I, I don't Michael Madsen. Acting. Michael Madsen? Madsen. Madsen. I don't think he's acting in the movie. No, barely. He was traumatized by it. And why wouldn't you be? You just you killed the kid. It's manslaughter. You know, It's not your fault even, really. Uh, I don't think you he would get tried for that. But no, he shouldn't. Um, but yeah, it's. I it's, mean, anyone should. It's just like shit, bad shit, fucking happens. Yeah, it was a horrendous accident, and um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, like you call in a rainstorm and you're driving, mm-hmm. a deer walks by, you swerve, and then you hit somebody. Right. Whose fault is it? Is it you? Is it the rain? Is it the deer? Is it the person walking? Like it's the deer. Louis C.K. would say it's the deer. Um, but, but no, yeah, you know, we wanted to. We intruding on their environment. Yeah, you're right. We uh, they, we paved the whole road before in front of his whole crib. True, he was with wifey and the, and the little babies. You know what I'm saying? They knocked down the forest. We shot Bambi's mom, nigga. We had to build a road through his crib. R.I.P. the other goat, Bambi's mom. Um, go shit deer, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I, I, I often think, too, about, like, you know, the impact that Bruce Lee had on 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 the imagery of, of Chinese men specifically. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't a sex symbol, I don't think, which is, you know, ironic because the dude was built but or he was he was cut up he was shredded uh but nigga was rolling. he was okay you do two finger push ups come on you do a one inch punch come send on a nigga flying you spar even in a movie you spar with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar who's 9 feet fucking 35 <laughs> <laughs> tall as shit <laughs> this man it's it's yeah he was he was legendarily um um just a powerful person and he was only like what like five eight five seven shorter yeah he was he wasn't a big guy as far as his height and weight a buck 30 soaking wet <laughs> exactly so you know the, all that exhibiting all that like prowess and, and martial power as it was i think positive for for um for asian americans and i often wonder like in the wake you know the the actors that we idolize now or that we iconicize now that grew up watching him you know jet lee jackie chan jackie donnie chan. yen to start with bruce lee yes Got yeah, got to get knocked out by Bruce Lee. I, and Enter the Dragon, yeah. your favorite movie. <laughs> I think though, as if we're talking like closest to being the successor or or the or the contemporary Bruce Lee, I think it's got to be Donnie Yen. No, he's his own dude. He is. You can't. You, he you, wouldn't. They, if he was sitting here, he wouldn't want that. There, there can't be a successor. Yeah. There's some people who aren't. It's not even a competition thing, you know. Right. Like, it's not it's like just he was in his own. 
it's not like um, if you say Muhammad Ali's successor when it comes to the boxing, mm. you'd say you can't even say that either, because right. it just people were just their own dude. True. Mike Tyson was his, his own, own dude. dude. Yeah, the guy who beat Ali was shunned. Yeah, Larry Holmes was the last dude that uh, one of the last dudes Ali fought. Fought for the Ali tried to fight for that title the fourth time, mm. but he's already, you know, pretty much punch drunk. Is is the beginning of Parkinson's disease is starting to set in. Yeah. He was not the same champion, and Larry Holmes whooped his ass. Yeah. Because <laughs> Ali didn't know how to quit until they were like, yo, listen, we really got to fucking stop. Yeah. But Larry Holmes never got that shining glory because he's seen as a dude to put Ali away. Mm-hmm. And Ali is so beloved. And basically, you killed our hero. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I see your point. I don't mean to say that he replaced Bruce Lee. I guess I'm just talking about like the. I mean, I'll, 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 t- I'll say this, like the reason that I and I realized this for myself recently, the reason that I I sought out Jeet Kune Do is because um, of Ip Man, the movie. Oh, yeah, it was dope. because I, I watched that and then I found out that that guy taught Bruce Lee. And I've always known who Bruce Lee is. Obviously, we've established that. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Bruce Lee made a martial art. Maybe I can find that somewhere in the city. And that took me first to um, a guy named Chris Moran, who Sifu knows. I think they, like, they're in the same generation of, J- of JKD yeah. guys. Um, he was starting a practice, but it, was really, it, it didn't really have like, any establishment to it. And mm-hmm. it, it wound up being more of like a personal trainer thing. So it, kind of, it fell through. And then a year later, I found Garcia Gung Fu. And <laughs> Yeah, Garcia Gang, and um, my life is you know, that's four years of my life, almost five now. That's that has been changed ever since. Crazy. But I, I, you know, the reason I bring that up is because I think that like I mean, you go on on Donnie Yen's Wikipedia page, and the I I call him like Chinese Bruce Wayne because the amount of the amount of martial arts knowledge that this guy has, you know, while also remaining. You know this humanitarian, yeah. this really humble. What does he guy. do? That's a humanitarian thing. He's really into um um uh, sustainability, like um uh, metal straws and like, oh, that's you know, dope. type of yeah, stuff like that. Like, and he, he's a very wealthy guy. So, like, you know, um, how many movies did he make? He made like probably well, Ip Man alone is, is for yeah, and then he's had a career in, in TV and film in China. He um, make a shit ton in China because you know the production is not like a bunch of Avengers movies, right? It's like a bunch of your own small martial arts movies that exactly. are like an hour and change. Yeah. And you keep pumping them out every like like three, four, five months. Yeah. So I guess like I just think of it in terms of like his versatility as a person is yeah. why I is why I compare them. But I also know that and they've asked they've asked all these guys. They've asked Jackie, they've asked Donnie, like, do you think you could beat Bruce Lee in a fight? And they're always like, I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> Did you see that um video of Bruce Lee and uh Donnie and Spar- The animated one, the right? Animated joint? That was fire. That's dope. I was like, Ooh. if I knew that if I could if I cared to find the YouTuber's name, I would shout him out. But he's he's got more followers than us, probably. So it's okay. Probably he, <laughs> um, he needs to sh- shout us out. We're that's about exactly. His video. That's why I was speaking of people like fighting Bruce Lee. That's why I was um, when when they asked Michael Jai White, you know, could you beat Bruce Lee in a fight? He said, of course I could. Like, yeah, dude, you don't say that. <laughs> like, I mean, even if it's 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 likely. I mean, if Bruce Lee new jiu-jitsu which he absolutely would because he's bruce lee and he would go out of his way to learn brazilian jiu-jitsu then no michael jai white wouldn't beat him but if you're just talking about a striking match i mean michael jai white outweighs him by however much and he's however taller you know so it makes sense but and it's however like, like 100 pounds heavier exactly it's not something that you i feel like it's not something that you say as a as a martial artist just out it. of respect you know i like, feel you you just you defer the question you say i don't want to you know, not no but comment. I'm not gonna. I'm, who am I? I'm not gonna fight Michael Jai White about it. No, <laughs> it's a big nigga. <laughs> right. Spawn, exactly. Spawn. I have seen Spawn. Yeah, it's very bad. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> atrocious. But um, yeah, we just wanted to do a quick shout out to Bruce Lee. You know, love you, Bruce. Um, C. Joe, as we would call him today. And speaking, I guess, of the dead, um, there was uh, an announcement Wait, recently. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Look at the segue. <laughs> the segue. He said, speaking of the dead, continue. Right. There's a film coming out based on uh, some, some Vietnam film called Finding Jack. Okay. And the director of this film um, apparent, allegedly has received 
blessings from the family of James Dean, the actor who died in 1950 in a car crash, Mm -hmm. to reanimate him through the use of CG uh, to star in the film. Um, So who's going to do the voice? Who would do the voice of James Dean? Are are they going to just like find a bunch of his movies, get the small audio and try to like, you know, like what's the word? Splice uh, it? Splice exactly. Splice together his words. No, it's well. See, this is the thing. Wait, I just googled this. Uh, James Dean movie directors originally wanted Elvis Presley. No, and CGI that's what casting. I have. That's what I have pulled up here too. They wanted to recreate Elvis and Paul Newman, which I was gonna. I was gonna jump to that. Why? Eventually. So th- let's just put it all on the table. I think this is wrong. And you're an actor. And I'm an actor. I think this is. I think this is gross. Yo, check him out in that Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. What's it called? Oh yeah, the My, the Myerowitz stories uh, with by Noah Baumbach. It's on uh, uh, Netflix. If you yo, want to watch Justin it. is a lady killer in this show. Justin is big pimping. I you know stick dipping, quick shifting, <laughs> bitch listen. <laughs> Shout out to Joel Santana. Um, but yeah, so so I think this is wrong. I think it's weird. I think it's. You know, it's like there was a tweet I saw that basically said something along the lines of it had it, it put it in quotes. It said, we couldn't find a white guy to star in this Vietnam movie is an incredible take. Like you really couldn't. You couldn't find one white dude. What's Timothy Chalamet doing? What's He's he doing? Solid. They, What's what? he doing? Is he busy? Rob Pattinson's doing Batman. Rob Pattinson's doing Batman. But it's a badass actor. Yeah, he's fantastic. You could get um uh, uh Henry Cavill. He's kind of br- just br- brawling. I'd like to be. I think like, he doesn't look. No one. Oh, no one in the seventies. Like he's he also looks sickly. I don't even know, know, but I feel like Christian no one. Bale. No one in the seventies was supposed to be as as big as Henry Cavill. Is he can right lose now. weight. Maybe. I think they just they're going for this like they want this teen heartthrob thing, but it's it's weird to me because why are you resurrecting a teen heartthrob? And that's even more weird because the girls who be heartthrobbing over James Dean are fourteen, and how old would James Dean be now? <laughs> Right. Also, it, and he dead. Yeah, he the the guy's been dead for decades, and you're not. It's not even like, like in Star Wars Rogue One, right? They um, recreated the uh, this character um, Tarkin. Uh, they uh, the actor was Peter Cushing, and they used CG. They had a guy in a motion capture suit with dots mm-hmm. on his face. Yeah, and then they like you know they put Peter Cushing's face on this guy. And people were kind of weirded out by it, but I generally think that's more acceptable because it's a specific character that you want to bring back for a cameo, not just an actor that you want to play a character. Like, first of all, that's taking a job from someone because there is someone who will have to do the motion capture. If that's not the same person that has to do the voice, then that's like two people that are kind of, it can't be less expensive than just hiring a guy to act. Yeah, how, but how much would the CGI guy get paid? Because I think he won't get paid as much because he's not technically acting. That's I don't know. Yeah, he is. He's not going to be doing promotion for the movie. Yeah, what are you gonna? <laughs> that's that's a great point. What do you? Who's like? How do you promote this movie when when the star I, is dead? <laughs> like, then they go interviewing the guy has not been been alive for as long as James Dean has been dead. Exactly. Like, what it's, the fuck? it's really weird. So this is off of um, NME.com. So, yeah, uh, Newman, Paul Newman, almost joined James Dean in Finding Jack, as well as uh, Elvis Presley, uh, CGI versions of the two of them. Uh-huh. The film was announced. The film is called Finding Jack. It's based on the Vietnam War. A CGI version of Dean in the starring role. So James Dean didn't even die during the Vietnam War. Exactly. Didn't he die in like 1950? He, he died in 1950, period. Flat. 1950. We were not even out of the Cold War yet. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> were we in Korea? Maybe I don't. I never remember when Korea happened, but it was it was yeah, like a whole generation before the Vietnam War started. So there's like he wouldn't. My even, daddy wasn't even alive. Yeah, <laughs> neither was mine. Um, yeah, it's it's a, the film was announced earlier this month, set to feature a full body CGI version of Dean, and now it transpires that he almost had some very famous co-stars. The Hollywood Reporter states that the original plan was to feature a CGI version of Elvis as an army unit leader but his estate rejected the plan. Mm-hmm. The lead role, a soldier called Fletcher, was al- was almost also a CGI character used to cast a young Paul Newman. Uh, quote, we don't want this to become a spectacle more than it already is, filmmaker Anton Ernst says. Before calling the huge reaction to the announcement of CGI James Dean, 
as nuts, just nuts. I don't think it's nuts, um, Anton. I think it's necromancy, man. This is really like fundamentally damaging to film, I think, and art. And I'm not one of those guys like... I mean, you, you know, but this is for another podcast. <laughs> this another is podcast. for my film podcast. Right, real quick, though. Real quick, real quick, real quick. You know what's a little crazy about that? What? The studio listened to niggas about Sonic, and they're not listening to anyone about the James Dean movie. <laughs> and Sonic looks great now. But, but one interesting point that I think you you were going to talk about was, um, you know, with, like, holographic oh, musical yeah. performances. That depends. Now I think about it, it depends. Prince was like, nah. Hmm. Nah, that's... I think it was some religious thing of his. I didn't read up on it, mm-hmm. but he was not with it. But then I read something about a guy from Led Zeppelin, his son. Uh, I think his name is Jason Bonham. Mm-hmm. Uh, John uh, Donham passed away. Mm-hmm. Of, um, he um, uh, a, a, a choked on his own, own vomit after you know getting blasted and right. His son was like, I'm down to play drums with my dad again. Right. With a, ho- a hologram version of my dad. That's nice. Yeah. I do the same. Yeah. That stuff like that. And then the Tupac yeah, cool. thing happened. Mm. I thought that was fucking dope. Uh, I, pro- I think Dr. Dre probably got his mom's blessing on that one. Uh, they did, um, Bone Dogs and Harmony did Easy E. And there was talks about um, Biggie. There was talks about Marilyn Monroe. There was talks about Elvis as well for holograms. Mm. But. Maybe just for like nice, right, like right there performances, not yeah. like a whole tour of a hologram. Yeah, I, I yeah, that makes sense. And it also, do you think maybe it depends on the? I don't even know if it depends on the person. Like, yeah, I think it, it it's a case by case basis. But I think the thing about about film is that like, yeah, like I said, you're taking away. I feel like ultimately you're taking away. An opportunity for someone. I mean, they talk about like uh, Ernst said, "quote We searched high and low for the perfect character to portray the role of Rogan, which is the character's name." Um, shout out Joe Rogan, which has some extreme complex character arts. And after mon- months of research, we decided on James Dean. It's you. It's that doesn't Why? even that doesn't even make sense from an artistic standpoint, though. Because How many fucking people are there on the planet who act? You act. You have mad people from your school who, who act. act. You can't go find some random right. person who has an immense amount of talent. You're, you have to find a dead nigga. You're talking about character arcs and 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 like and and narrative while you're you're you know through a, a lens of like ones and zeros, man. It's a, you, you you're expecting this basically computer program to transmit feeling like Hey, I'm. I don't. I sound like a boomer. Technology's cool, you know. Obviously, I like. You don't sound like a boomer. You sound like a just person with a soul. Who I guess, humanity. I guess. Yeah. It's. It's just really not acting on acting with computers. Yeah. Then there's no. There's no like. There's no work in it. There's no real art in it. Yeah, and there's just, there's no finality to like if like I love. There's so many actors who are like, you know, in their 70s and 80s that I love, and I will weep when they go. I will. I will be in my, I will be locked. Who, who, who will you weep over? I'll be locked in my room when Ian McKellen dies. R. When Patrick Stewart. Yeah. When Patrick Stewart goes like. Professor X. Yeah. When Denzel. He's got some time. He's he got, got a lot mad more time. time. He's got a lot more time. But he if, got mad time. I don't even want to talk. Even when Morgan Freeman goes. That nigga gonna live forever. <laughs> that nigga God. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like if, if they die and then three Samuel years. Samuel Jackson. Sam Jackson. And then three years later, you're talking about. Oh, but there was a film that we wanted to make with him, and he dead. We let him be. You know, no what I mean? supposed to be Mace Windu. Who? Tupac. Oh, Tupac. Oh, I did read about that. I did hear that at one point he was being considered, which is like that would have been. I think would have been. Fucking can you dope. imagine that someone? In, he would have been the only Jedi with a nose ring. <laughs> I think they would have made him take it out, or it could have been a part of his costume. It could have been part of his religion. Because didn't um, I come from Samuel a, Jackson? Were like, nah, I want the purple, so I can see myself. Yeah, um, and it wound up being this iconic look. Uh, but yeah, you know, this is this is gross, is my point. Don't do it. Um, the singing thing is different. I do like the idea of like, hey, I want to play drums with my dad. You know, that's a very personal choice and yeah. go for it. But it's also like, it's different because as a musician, it's... what? Go ahead. 
are they doing CGI of a uh, Carrie Fisher in the Star Wars, or did they? Well, they said, or did they already record those? Yeah, they filmed them in advance. They okay, said okay, she. Okay, they okay. said there's no CG Carrie. All right. he, with the um, with the singers, it's like you're not playing Families. a role. Yeah. No, I was gonna say you're not playing a role. Like you're just performing. So like to a certain extent, it's I. F- it feels less weird to me. It feels less pointless than you know, not to harp on the point, but like resurrecting an actor to play a part. Not even an entire part with new lines. Yeah, it's like why, why, why? It's it's a waste. I think of, of resources and it and it, it should be destroyed. Um, let James Dean rest. You can't even let him make a rest. Yeah, yeah. Damn, let him chill. You know what? Maybe they should have. Um, if they want to resurrect somebody, they should resurrect Harriet Tubman to play herself instead of uh, trying to get Julia with the Roberts. The segways to do it. again. <laughs> this uh, allegedly again. All, everything is alleged because you don't know who's telling the truth nowadays. Um, there was a uh, this is unconfirmed, but there were there were recent reports this week that it set was in the 90s. Twitter on fire. That in back in the nineties, like ninety six, a Hollywood executive um, suggested that Julia Roberts play Harriet Tubman in a feature film. And I just want to know, it's so great. What <laughs> <That's> coke? <laughs> what cocaine? He was on. I think there's only one kind of cocaine. It, it must have been something powerful, like the pure from Colombia. Because, crack. oh yeah. no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it must have been some. But it's it's the real pace. S- yeah, some some heavy artillery blow because or a speedball, heroin and coke. Like saying that, like she was 27 years old at the time. By the way, uh, yeah. And every quote, picture Harriet Tubman looks 75. Everyone. She's she's like Morgan Freeman. She's always been old. Every single picture. No disrespect to Harriet Tubman. Obviously, guys. Um, put on the $20 bill. Put her on the 20 Get Who's on there right now? Uh, Andrew Jackson. The crazy motherfucker. Yeah, we can get him out. Isn't that the Trail of Tears guy? Huh? Isn't that the Trail of Tears uh, yeah. president? Yeah, get him out. Get him out. <laughs> uh, but anyway, act, and it's interesting because the Underground Railroad is kind of like the positive version of the trail, trail of, tears. of tears, like you're leading a group of people to freedom as another trail of tears, sending them out of trail there. of happy tears. Oh my god, I'm a fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> trail, trail of happy joyous tears. tears. So, uh, but yeah, this guy, like, apparently, you know, someone pointed out to him, like, uh, you can't do that. Yeah, and Why? He was like, it was so long ago. No one's going to know. No, no. one's going to remember that Harriet Tubman. You know what Joe Rogan said on stand up? What he said. Slavery was 200 years ago. That's two old ladies ago. (laughs) Straight up. (laughs) Straight up. That's two 80-year-old... That's my grandma and another my grandma. My grandma's 86, 87. It's 160 years old, but still. Yeah. It's close enough that like you were still immediately dealing with like, oh, we were just Their mom. Yeah. Was a slave. Yeah. For, you know, until five minutes ago. It's like for people to to act as though we're going to forget um, is 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 crazy. Yeah. I mean, but I'm sh- down for you know white haired Tubman as long as we can have black masters. That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Wayans Brothers movie, bro. <laughs> sounds like something they would make. Like, yeah. Nah, I mean, it's you know that is disgusting. But you know, if we had a bunch of black people in white face, would that be fine? Would that be fine? Is there white was a- face is white face fine just as a concept? You mean? No, I mean, so if you had some a white person in blackface in the movie, but had black people in whiteface, would that be cool? Oh, just everyone doing the just a switch? No, no, I just, I just could never like you could never accept seeing people wear a blackface, knowing the history behind it is weird. As opposed to like yeah, whiteface, I feel like most of the time is it's seen as a joke. It's seen yeah. as like fucking around. Yeah, we're doing this because remember when y'all did this, you know? But, um. I will say that in a different way, that's kind of what they did with Hamilton, the musical. Mm. It was mostly black and Latino actors playing obviously white people. Yeah. And I'm sure there was, there was feedback about that, that I never really like got into, but no one really got into it. I think because it wasn't that big a deal. It was like, Oh my God, Hamilton's so good. Yeah. And Lin-Manuel, you know, he had enough credibility um, by that point. Did he make West Side Story? No, he did in the heights. Oh, that's uh, what it's called. That's what. Yes, well, yeah. No, no, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, yeah, in the heights. Um, that's why. No, you know why I think West Side Story is in the heights because like Washington Heights is on the west. Exactly. Mad fall. I knew what you meant. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, 
Uh, yeah, in the Heights, which I saw. I didn't see the his actual production of it. I, when they did it at my high school, I saw it. Oh, that's dope. And that joint was it was amazing. Niggas in high school are nasty. And you know who played uh, the main character Usnavi, the, the Lin Manuel role, Jarrell Jerome. Oh shit! Back in the day. Oh shit. Um. So yeah, it, I thought you said Amir. I was about to get mad hype, but right, whatever. <laughs> no. Shouts out Amir. It should have yeah. been you. It should have been you, Amir. It should have been you, nigga. Come on. Um, but Amir and I got to be uh, the princes in Into the Woods. Have I ever shown you? I've never seen Into the Woods. Oh, wait, you with the sword? No, no, no. No, that was when I was in college. Into the Woods was, it's basically like fairy tale Avengers. It's uh-huh. like all these stories intermingling, kind of like uh, those Brothers Grimm books. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, I just remember that series. That was my childhood. Anyway, point <laughs> being, and it's about like, so I played Cinderella's prince and he played Rapunzel's prince. So this is my senior year. I will show you um, uh, some of the some of the recording at some point because it, it's kind of funny. But it's fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, I guess the moral of the story is um, Julia Roberts probably woke up that morning when that was trending. Like, what? Who did what? <laughs> Who said that? Is there another Julia Roberts? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, she's I, as far as I know, she's unproblematic. So. Anyway, that uh, we we kind of got off track. So we're gonna take a break. And then we're going to come back and talk about uh, about T.I. King of the South. Allegedly. Mm. All right. We're back. Um, oh, let's actually, let me check the Citizen app for uh, any updates like oh, we yeah, did last time. Let's see what's happened in the, in no the area. No more fisticuffs? No more fisticuffs. There's a... a broken traffic light. A broken water main. Oh, here we go. Employee with knife threatened customer at Martha's Bakery. Oh, that's in Queens, though. Uh, report of man armed with knife by Western Union, Lexington Avenue, East Harlem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, domestic 125th, probably. Nah, uh, I think that one's on 116. Oh. No, 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 no. 118. Ah, oh, man. Hood's domestic crazy. dispute involving knife. Physical altercation. Report of shot fired. Physical altercation. Report of shots fired. Damn. Mad domestic disputes involving knives. Oh, on Madison Avenue and East 115th Street. That's tight close. Yeah. This also actually, um, I feel compelled to say this. To all our, um, our, our, our young ladies, our female friends, um, be safe. You know, we got, uh, we got, we, we're in the middle of like a, a kidnapping rash right now. And uh, it's very scary. I, of course, have a younger sister. She's 16. Um, so that's a, you know, but even if I didn't, um, I would be concerned for my female friends and just generally like, you know, the women of, of the world. Um, you know, we could say, come to Garcia Kung Fu and, <laughs> and learn how to defend yourself. But it honestly is. It's not going to solve the actual problem. No. And the onus is on the, is on the people doing it to stop doing it. You shouldn't have to learn how to kill somebody just to walk down the street. Honestly. Um, so yeah, take care of yourselves. Uh, but moving into something kind of related, but, but not just, just into, just into stupidity. So, um, so T.I., um, King of the South, yeah, highly debatable. Um, there was a so I, you know everyone knows who Ti is, and he's he's said a lot of stuff. Ti says a lot of stuff. He says some good things. He says some stupid things. Can I ask what's a good thing he said? Uh, <laughs> when he called out Canada Zones, like that is some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you are condescending. <laughs> To the black (laughs) cause. You and Fox and Fred. (laughs) That's the thing about about uh, Ti is that he's a very he he's a he's a well read person. Uh, But sometimes when you listen to him talk, it's like you can't. When you only read books in jail, when you only read books in jail, yeah, you get bad results. Yeah, it's good to read in jail, but. You but need to have better conversation because I don't think you're you're you know, isolated. You're in an isolated environment yeah. and with people who might not be reading exactly with you. You'll have a lot of people to, to uh, conversate with. Yeah, um, that will challenge your thinking. You yeah. can actually no. Let me correct myself. You'll have people to talk to absolutely, yeah. but who will think just like you? Not exactly. someone be like, "Yo, listen, man, that's a little wild." <laughs> you don't have anyone to challenge you, but in a safe manner that will make you better. Exactly. You know, it's like if you and me only spar with each other yeah for like 10 years we will be the same fighters exactly but if we spar with different people 
every day. You and me spar each other diff- uh, sparingly. Yeah. We'll become better fighters in the long run. Yeah. Because we spar with so many different people and so many different styles to deal with so many different problems and get different skills from exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. You know, if you're only comfortable with one person, you're comfortable with just that person. Especially if that one person is yourself, depending on how big your ego is. And perhaps... And it's kind of big. Yeah, perhaps T.I. should have spoken to someone before he opened his mouth to you say that head. he knows that his 18-year-old daughter, Deja Harris, 18. Is, is still a virgin because he takes her to the gynecologist every year to get her hymen checked and make sure that it's not broken. Um, so, You some, know, I started last time, so how about you start this time? So... There's many ways a hymen can be broken other than sex, running, mm-hmm. doing sports, falling. Mm-hmm. You know, she fucking fell when she was seven. Right. Um, but to have your daughter's hymen checked every year. And when did this start? When did that start? You have an idea when that started? I'm going to read. I'm, keep talking. I'm going I'm to see if I can find to it. That, to have that continue on when she's 18 years old and she's about to go to college... She's technically an adult. She can vote. She can go to fucking war. And you're checking her hymen, making sure she hasn't had sex. You're a dickhead. Mm. And he even stated something about his sons. He won't have a problem with his sons having sex. And the sons are like around the same age as her. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's stupid. It's unfair. It's sexist. And I... Even saw something about Tiny on TMZ. She's like, my husband's sexy sometimes. <laughs> my southern accent is terrible. Your T.I. Was, your T.I. impression was pretty good. Thank though. you very much. Um, I did a lot of the same to T.I. Because he was one of my favorite rappers in the 2000s. Yeah. Man. When um, Dead and Gone came out. Oh, my God. Dead that was such a good song. That was so fucking good. And my I favorite for- T.I. song is What You Know. That. that was a good song. And then he went to jail. Uh Crazy. I never listened to a lot of T.I. I listened to some of his more like recent conscious stuff. But um, outside of that, yeah, I mean, every, you know, this is this is this is gross. Uh, and uh, uh, I guess the theme of today's episode is gross things um, from James Dean to now this literal physical like uh, I mean, intrusive. And, yeah, this very intrusive um, act. I can't fathom. I couldn't find when it starts, but I imagine it's been going on for a while, probably since she started puberty or started developing mm-hmm. in any sort of way. And like girls do that pretty early. So for, I'd say at least since she was 12, if not earlier. Yeah. And um, it's, it's so backwards because th- this is the thing that happens to a lot of guys who, who run around when they're young and they, they sleep around and they, and they cheat on women and they, and they have <laughs> unprotected sex wildly. <laughs> I'm not pointing anything. <laughs> you started laughing. Um, so, but the point is, this is this happens to a lot of guys is that they get old enough where now they have their own family, and instead of trying to raise, I guess, better men, or just you know, and and put like more like yeah, more good men into the world. It's about it's about raising a daughter who's aware that men just by default are trash, which is like inherently back like it's unproductive and it's also it's hypocritical have you spoke to your dad about this i yeah i did i i mentioned it to him and he was like he was like why don't you just have a conversation with your daughter bro <laughs> that's like if you're that concerned about yeah, and honestly if he's not he's probably did have the sex talk with her but like yo don't have sex with these little boys out here all they want is one thing right is your pussy or your little sex box <laughs> That's what he called his wife. Sex box. Yeah, that's what he called his wife on his um, podcast. That is, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said, like, something what like... What half of yours is mine. What half yeah. is yours? <laughs> that's Cat Williams. That's not T.I. My bad, my bad, my bad. What half of yours is mine. There we go. And so that means that half of that uh, sex box you have is mine. How was that? Was that, that, was, that more Cat Williams or more T.I.? Yeah, we, we were getting deeper, yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank um, you. It's like a deep Cat Williams. Yeah, exactly. No. Uh, like a... Uh, <laughs> Just, just like really weird, and and she unfollowed him on Instagram. Like, can you imagine that? No, she deleted her whole social media yeah. because because now everyone is talking about like even when the Shade Room posted about even when the Shade Room posted about you know Jada invited him on to the Red Table Talk. I commented like, well, why don't you invite the daughter too? Oh yeah. Oh, they also invited Tiny, <laughs> who's not even her mother. I don't want well stepmother. See, 
But they see. do have another daughter together, and they have two boys, two little boys. No, 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 no. Three, three boys, three boys. I keep forgetting that that son he has who has an album coming out. Uh, I forgot the little Damani. Name. Damani. Yeah, I saw him uh, perform when I went to. Oh, uh, when you go, when you go see Rhapsody, how was yeah. that? It was he was cool. I didn't know who he was, and, and then Zoe, uh, shout out Zoe Johnson at Double XL Magazine, Count Blackula. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Yo, give me an internship. Yeah, give him an internship. Um, the she took me. She told me that that was Ti's son. Oh, that's dope. Um, but yeah, he's pretty cool. He's, he gives me. I could see him being signed to like Dreamville. Yo, J Cole said that the album he has coming out is a classic. Apparently, there you go. That's for the you know the end of the year music episode. I'm a prophet. So, so let's get back to the disgusting sex talk of no, yeah, so like sex boxes and hymens, yeah, and not checking your son's gay asshole, <laughs> <laughs> or just I mean like anything like it. it your son prostate exams and shit when yeah, he's seventeen. It has to be so disturbing. I think as as a, as like a, a daughter that your father has this like obsession with controlling your. Your your sexuality. body, your and, sexuality in your body, yeah, and all that's gonna do is push her to be out there while and what he doesn't want her to do. Yeah, when you hold something so tight, it wants to get the fuck out. Yeah, you corner a mouse, it's gonna attack you. Yeah, and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, it's um, and, and like I said, they should invite her. Be- yeah, then, I'm sorry, and it's gonna be dangerous for her because she's not having that real talk of who she should have in her life, mm-hmm. how she should go about about it. She'll be like, all right, whatever. I'm doing what I want. I don't care if X, Y, Z happens. She can find herself in dangerous situations of getting pregnant, yeah, being assaulted, or getting diseases. Yeah, she can get sick, all because her dad was just like, no sex. Yeah, don't be fucking around out here. You ain't some little hoe that I talk about in my rap songs. Yeah, that I sign. Shouts out Iggy Azalea. That I sign heavy on that I sign. Not that, and we're not trying to. We're not trying to. And we're, not, we're not trying to call out Iggy Azalea, but like, or slut that's also or how like you that. promote. You know, your artist. Yeah. You know, a line he had is like, "I'm getting hit on the school." Nigga, you have a wife. Yeah. In the video, you have like eight women surrounding you. Exactly. You have one riding on a scooter. Come on, son. It's what it's, you doing? Yeah. You, you. I mean, it's it's like practice what you preach in sort of the truest sense yeah and obviously you know like it's not like tiana taylor out here doing that kehlani video which is absolutely spicy oh i have i still dude i i, still I can't watch that i, I can't st- watch that <laughs> i can't like i still one tiana taylor's way too brolic i'll feel bad about myself that's how brolic she is she no she's ridiculous she has bolus for she in that fade video it was ridiculous. yo her abs <laughs> my god yeah she's built like uh, an action figure um I still I haven't even listened she's to the song. She's a real Black Widow, low key. Scarlett Johansson ain't that brolic. <laughs> she's not. She's not. Um, but that should have been Captain Marvel. Tiana Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she'll be Storm. Who knows? Nah, I don't know. Nah, who should have been Storm? Um, fuck. I like Michonne. I know she's already. Oh, um, Dana Gurira. Yeah, I, I keep forgetting her fucking name. Like she would have made a good one. Um, or find... Oh, no, no, no. The new girl from the Queen and Slim movie. Oh, I don't know her name, but I know who you're talking about. She's brand new. The movie's introducing her. Yeah. I'm glad they are because I'm getting tired of seeing the same black actors in every fucking movie. <laughs> every, once I saw the dude from Get Out and Black Panther, as well as Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan, great movie. I loved yeah. it. But I'm just like, yo. Spread the love. Come on. Chadwick Boseman was Jackie Robinson, James Brown, yeah. Thurgood Marshall. How many black heroes is he going to be? <laughs> Michael B. Jordan is already Creed. Yeah. Um, Killmonger. Killmonger. Oscar Grant. Oh, yeah. And he's in everything. Yeah. And now, dude from Get Out. Come on. Yeah. You got the same black actors. Get some new black actors. All those guys are talented. You All know. those guys are talented. But, but spread it out. Yeah. Get you, motherfucker. Thank you. Thanks. Yo, just, I'm 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 being so serious. Justice should have been young young Black Panther at the very least. Oh, thank you. At the very fucking least. I appreciate that. No, no, no. Young Killmonger. Actually, no. That no. That kid was cool. That kid was cool. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was all right. He was cool. He was cool. He was, he was cool. good. He did a good job. Looked like Michael B. Jordan. I'll tell you that much. He did. He did. Um. So how did we get here? Oh yeah, we were talking. I'm sorry. About... <laughs> how did we get here? Uh, bad track Ti. Fuck. How did we get here? Edit all this out while we're while we're trying to find our place. No, no, no. Oh, let it rock. Fuck. All right, back to Di's disgusting ass. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What I was saying about the red table talk—that's what it was. Is yes. 
why not invite his daughter on? Because already T.I. has had so much control of the narrative and everyone but Deja has had so much control of the narrative. Why not put them both in a, in a, in a situation where Deja can speak and her father has to listen? Because you know that's not happening in the house. No, it's not. And she feel like she probably feels like she can't. No. Yeah. I mean, even, she may not even want to go on the show because at this point there's so many people talking about her that like, why even do it? But I don't know if she was invited in the first place. Who knows? Yeah. We can find out on Red Table Talk. We could. I haven't watched any of that, but... Um, Neither have I. I think it's only on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, there's not much back and forth to be had. It's just like, T.I., this was a this is a weird thing to, to, to brag about. To brag about. It's not like... Oh, yeah, he, he was on a podcast. Yeah, what is this, Ladies Like Us? Yeah. Um, he was on a podcast. Like, this is what I do with my daughter. I take her every year to the gynecologist... Around her birthday. Around With her Miguel's birthday. wife? You, you? Wait, Miguel's wife was on the podcast? That's It's her podcast and her friend. You what? went on to Miguel's wife. You went on to Nazanin's podcast and no. talked about looking at your daughter's. Nazanin has a podcast? Well, now I have to listen to that. Wow. Oh, yeah, because you love you some Nazanin. Ooh. <laughs> if if, if Nazanin made music, it would a lot of other people would be in trouble just as far as like my affection. Oh, who, 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 I, I need to know this now. I no, need to no. know this, Justin. Who she, is in trouble? <laughs> she might, she might take Kehlani's place. Woo! She might. Did YG cheat on her? Um, Hearing things that YG cheated on her. Apparently, he was in his, in his car, very drunk. Uh-huh. Apparently, and I saw the video. I don't know why. Because, like, I have better things to do. I have a whole philosophy paper to fucking do. <laughs> I see this shit. And apparently, he was making out with some chick in a car. Apparently, but it was a drunken thing, and he's like, "Nah, it wasn't like that." I love Kaylani, blah 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 blah. But yeah. YG's YG, and YG is low key a very misogynistic rapper. But I like his music, mm. and I feel so weird about it. I would come, I would leave my women's studies class, mm-hmm. and put on my phone as on random, and it would be some it'd be YG, it'd be YG <laughs> talking brazy. <laughs> Oof! But apparently, um, this this podcast I'm on Apple Podcasts right now, looking at the reviews for this uh, show, Nazanin's show. M- one star, one star, one star, one star. Damn! Disrespectful, sad, and shameful, disgraceful. Wait garbage. for the episode? No, for the the whole podcast. What's she saying? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any context. Uh, let's see. Ladies like you behaving like you facilitate cruelty against women and minorities in general by turning a blind eye in a situation you're supposed to stand up for human rights. Either you lacked the sensitivity to understand your famous guest's sickening behavior as a perfect example of a disturbed, possessive man violating a woman's freedom, or you simply didn't have the courage to speak up when it's time to do so. Um, either way, you've shown us your real faces, and, uh, and no press release can take that back. As for the PR team, nice try, but these ladies are horrifyingly shallow. Their words are just empty promises. Holy okay. shit, holy shit. So wait, I think wait, a lot wait, of wait, these wait, are wait, probably wait. in the wake just of the that, TI episode. Just for that uh, episode? This one is just for that episode. Okay. I, so I think maybe cool. a lot of them are. They ripped into Fancy him. woman. So I'm guessing that like they didn't check him about it. Uh, but I think it's probably possibly just a human error because you're hearing something so crazy you can't even comprehend it. Yeah. Like you see some people who saw fuck. I can't come up with a good analogy. I saw two dog. I saw a dog kill another dog once mm. on the street, and I'm just there like, yeah. What the fuck? Wait, what just happened? Yeah. I had no words. I was shook. I was like. It's also when you have, I I mean, you know, any level of respect or admiration for a person. I don't know if they're TI fans, whatever. It's like when they say something to you, it's like, oh, that's awkward. But I I don't want to make waves right now about it. Although, but if this is a platform for black women by black women, then they probably should have. It's their it's their show. But um, and they made a mistake. They'll they'll do better. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, if you could, if you could give Ti some some advice, <laughs> go to a women's studies class, mm. <laughs> understand, um, and gender studies class. Get a better understanding of what other people have to go through, yeah. and what you're putting your daughter through. A black woman who is the most they Malcolm X said the most unprotected people on the planet. Mm-hmm. You gotta understand her struggles as well. You have to put yourself in her shoes. Yeah, it's like yo, I might be a black man and people are shooting at me but I'm still a man in this world yeah 
I can still get into certain places. Yeah. She's a she's black and she's a woman. Two strikes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you have to understand where someone else will come from and the strikes they have on their Exactly. on their social record. I also think um if I, she's black, yeah. she, if she's woman, if she's a woman, black and lesbian, she's even more fucked. Mm-hmm. If she's a black woman, lesbian or trans, really fucked. Mm-hmm. You know, so Yeah. Hopefully we can make that change. Yeah, you you hit on a good point. And I also think I would say like interrogate the source of of this like it's not I mean it's not a question, it's a practice, but interrogate the source of where it started. Like are you actually are you concerned about your daughter's health or are you just concerned about like if he was concerned about his daughter's health, he would give her an actual safe sex talk. Like listen. That's what yeah. That's what I'm getting to. Like you know, you you are, this is manipulative, it's controlling behavior, it's borderline abusive, some people would say it is flat out abusive, and I think that like, it's, you know, you're trying to preserve some ideal, some idea of your daughter, like keep her in this glass case. How, how long, how much longer would you expect to keep this tradition up? Like, at a certain point, is she going to be like 20 and you're still going with her to the gynecologist? Like, you know what I mean? Like what is, what's the end game? What's the end game? Are you waiting for her to be married? Are you like, what is, what's the, what's the end game? What's, where did it start and where does it end? You have to have tea with her husband or some shit. Exactly. It's, it's really weird. And it's, it's, you know, um, if he's not exhibit, he shouldn't, well, I'm not saying he should exhibit the same controlling behavior with his sons either. No. But the fact that he is doing this because she's a girl, um, is, is, is what's really harmful. And I think that like, yeah, it's, you know, I mean, obviously neither one of us is parents yet. No. Um, but I don't think I would ever, uh, what would do you something do? like this. What would you do if you had a daughter? What do you mean? What would I do? Like if, I mean, I wouldn't, you wouldn't do any of this shit. No. Yeah. <laughs> I would, um, as far as like the sex talk, like how will I have the sex talk with my kids? I think about this. I think about this frequently, but you know, um, I went through a lot of changes in terms of my, my viewpoint on, on sex, because like in, you know, I think like in Christianity and in the, in the, in the religion of like in the, in the, the, the law, like in the mm-hmm. practice, not even the law, but just like the religiosity of things. Like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's taboo, you uh, know, which doesn't allow you to actually communicate about it. Yeah. You just know that sex is this thing that you're supposed to save or you're not supposed to do or really even know about until you're older and then you shouldn't do it till you're married. But then like, you're not actually told why or you're not, and you're not told what it is and what it could do to you to have, to potentially like have sex with someone that even if you're not married, like that you don't have an emotional connection with, you know what I mean? And, um, and I've been through that and I think that like, that's what it's it's is important to emphasize is the the is is the the importance of um of connection and understanding and like with that comes consent obviously yeah. but um the i mean as far as i do believe that like you know con- i'm i'm a master of giving advice that i don't follow myself <laughs> and like i do believe that if you have sex or sexual relations with people that routinely that you're not emotionally connected with on any level, it does weigh on you and it does create complication in your life, whether or not you want to admit it. And, um, I think that like, that's something that you have to, you have to hit that first because, um, you know, you, the physical part of it is something that you can find anywhere. You know, my mom said, I was younger. My mom sounds crazy, but she was kind of right. She was. She said to me, "Yo, Jude, if you just want to get laid, I can find you a prostitute." Mm. Now, my mom didn't because I didn't want to. <laughs> I want to do all that, right? But what she was saying was like, "Don't mani- try to manipulate people. Don't be dishonest with people. A prostitute is perfectly honest. You know what's happening, mm-hmm. and there, there's no." emotional or moral harm being done mm-hmm. you know and maybe prostitution should be fucking 
legal maybe because mm. it can make you know people more sane maybe if you just want to get laid <laughs> fine don't yeah. make fun of you know your homies who you know have trouble right yeah you want to have that connection have that connection yeah it's yeah that's a good point yeah, about like you not should do whatever you want with yeah, your body yeah I think ultimately it comes down to everything it comes down to understanding relationships understanding people and you know barring an actual like mental or emotional deficiency in the child like yeah. autism or you're somewhere on the spectrum like it should be it shouldn't be difficult to impart to your child early on how they should treat everyone yeah you know and 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 that and that that goes even more so for for romantic partners so yeah man ti uh do better i hope jada um tears you a new one no, no, I don't. Willow does. <laughs> Willow's gonna lay into him. They're gonna have to hold Willow back. Willow's gonna whip, it, whip her hair in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> what a, that talk about songs that define the decade? Whip my hair. <laughs> Yo, you want to do a little pre thing about what the music that defined the decade for you? Um, no, not yet. Yo, I that Freddie Gibbs that. concert I went to last week was How crazy. Was that? that was so dope. Yo, if you like, yeah, I know you don't like, but if anyone out here likes. That dope boy drug, but lyrically advanced rap. Uh-huh. Freddie Gibbs is your fucking man. Freddie Gibbs. I was not into Freddie Gibbs for like half of his career. No, you know what? Until last year, I wasn't mm. into Freddie Gibbs at all. And then I'm on my own business on the playlist. I remember like, when you found him. I remember when you yeah. found out about him. Yeah. And then I hear his song Death Row, and I was like, what's happening? <laughs> what is this? And then I go back, I'm like, yo, this nigga's crazy. Yeah. And then when I go to the show, it's one of the best shows I've been to. That's dope. And he had three openers, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, and Cousin Stiz. Conway the Machine and Benny the Butcher are from this uh, group called Griselda mm-hmm. with a West Side Gun and those two. Mm-hmm. They're out of Buffalo, New York. These niggas are fucking grimy. Mm-hmm. Another thing, if you like that dope boy... Real cocaine, lyrically advanced, drug rap with amazing flows and kind of cold beats because they're making Griselda has their own sound, mm. very like hard, cold pianos mm-hmm. and like hard horns. Mm-hmm. Things that are supposed to sound soft sound really hard. Mm-hmm. You know, if I hear the piano in their song in one of their songs. I feel like I'm getting stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> You know, shit is crazy, and they murder the stage. Gotcha. And Conway had technical difficulties, had no music playing for like the first ten minutes of his set, and he freestyled his shit as you should. And that nigga got shot in the neck, <laughs> and his lip is stuck. I can't. Oh, he's got it. like a cleft. Yeah, he has a cold cleft because uh. he got shot in his neck. Nigga's nasty, and he's still rapping. Nasty, mm. nasty. I love yeah. shit. It looked like you had a lot of fun. It was. Um, shout out to Josh. Shout out Josh, our boy Silverback Josh. Follow him on Instagram at silverback.josh. He's a powerlifter and a dope martial artist. Yo, deadass. Yo, ladies, if you're trying to get that wild, thick Nicki Minaj butt, but you're not trying to get that fucking surgery, <laughs> talk to this nigga. He will have you squatting, deadlifting, doing glute bridges. That's it. Mm-hmm. Your ass gonna be peachy. <laughs> um... So we're coming to the end of our time. But before we uh, sign out, as we did last time, what are your songs of the week? Top three. Shit. Songs you've been listening to or um, that you think. Mood of. from Sir. Mm. Sir, yo. Mm-hmm. 2020s, I hope it's going to be Sir. I, I hope 20. In the mood. Find in my bag. bag. Yeah. Yo, that's the one that opens with the Japanese chick, right? Uh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, 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 Zakari. Zakari's a dude. Zakari's a, no, but I mean, like, there's a there's a sample in the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, of this yeah, Japanese yeah. girl talking. Um, uh, Stairway to Heaven from Led Zeppelin. Nice. And uh, da, 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 let me find my gangster shit. Let me. <laughs> I, I talk. I talk about these niggas so much. Um, I forgot who I said last time, but I'd say. Um, uh. Crime pace, Freddie Gibbs. Mm, got you. Um, my three have been Cool Off the Rain by Van Jess and Ari Lennox. Mm. Um, uh, Something Real that just dropped, Summer Walker and Chris Brown. And for some reason, I've been playing this over and over recently, 8 out of 10 by Drake. Mm. It's just like, it's been hitting different. I think it's because 
I'm about to ascend. You're about, about to, to ascend. As- we're about to ascend, bro. We're really about to we're really about to level up. Fuck yeah, nigga. That's I mean, I start black belt training on Saturday. Oh shit! How do you how do you feel? It's been four years. It has been. And yo, you've gotten, of course, advanced, nasty, nice. You're I a killer. It. You're graceful in there. <laughs> You know how to pick your shots. You be catching me with shit. I'm like, what the fuck did this nigga get so nice? <laughs> I'm excited about it. I, I, I think that like, you know, I kind of, sometimes I, I kick myself, punish myself a bit unfairly. Don't, for, nigga! For, <laughs> thank you. For starting, um, it startled me. Uh, <laughs> for feeling, you know, feeling like I started late in terms of martial arts or whatever. And Stan. Yeah. Stan is 100 years old. <laughs> With the strength of fucking Paul Bunyan. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're absolutely right. Like I, I it's it, what it really is. It winds up it's an excuse that my that I'm that I'm telling myself so that nah. I don't excel. You know, nah, what nigga, I mean? excel, nigga. That, you're I dope. know, yeah, and and you're I, dope. And this will be my first black belt, but it won't be my last. Um, I hope, and um, I'm I'm excited. This Jeet Kune Do and specifically training here with y'all, like really ga- yeah. galvanized my love for martial arts and I'm, I'm looking to like, I was just talking to someone the other day about, I'm really into the idea of martial tourism. Oh going, yeah. Going to, to the birthplaces of different arts and studying them there. Yeah. Um, so that's something I really, you know, my, my wallet just isn't where my head is, but uh, we're going to get there. Gotta have dreams, bro. Yeah. Be the black Joe Rogan. Travel. Exactly. You know and learn how to put people in um, some serious And pain. drop amazing podcasts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And on that note, happy Thanksgiving, y'all. We will be back to a regular schedule in December, recording every other week. Um, so uh, we look forward to, to dropping some more content for y'all. And uh, as always, blessings and blexillence. Next episode drops December 7th. Mo- December 7th. No, 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 no. That's a Saturday, December 8th. December. We're recording next episode, December 8th, and I'll drop December 9th. Let me December 9th, yes. So, uh, Yo, the semester's almost over. Semester's almost over, guys. Listen, listen. Hey, hey, you listening to this podcast right now. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Study your ass off. Write that paper. You're right at the end, okay? You've been paying so much money. You're in your last semester. Well, <laughs> okay, don't let it all be in vain, all right? I'm Got also talking shit. to myself. Uh, and Oh, look, it's 444. Over. <laughs> Peace, y'all.